The Sound of Your Name, Episode 5, Successes and Secrets. Duke Farid. We've returned from the jungle. Well, where is the... F oh, you may leave. Beryl, what happened to you? A lot, apparently. Maya's here too. Ah, I see. Hello. Duke Farid, it's nice to be here again. They're staying with us tonight. <laughs> Excuse me? And until they can travel back to their place safely. <laughs> If it's not too much trouble, your grace. You must understand. We're in the middle of something very important right now, and I cannot be having any distractions now. Move along. Dad, I know about the Fae. And to be honest, I don't think you know very much about them yourself. You don't know what you're up against. You mean to tell me they're dangerous? As I suspected. Beryl, you could have been gravely injured. You're lucky you're only scraped up a little. Why do you think Safo's dangerous? More importantly, why do you know about him at all? Beryl told me about it, as a matter of fact. Not directly, of course. But, like her mother, she has a penchant for leaving papers lying around. Especially after she's ransacked my collection of books. Sorry about that, Maya. Well, Safo isn't a threat. He doesn't want to hurt anyone. He wouldn't have helped me otherwise. Helped you? I thought you were supposed to be helping him. He was being chased by other fae, and when we got trapped, he helped me find Beryl again. What's that around your neck? It belongs to Safo. Why don't you sit down and tell me about how you found my daughter? Um... Okay. There's a chair right here, Maya. Thank you. Honestly, it's strange. I feel like I can still hear Safo's voice and that melody he sang with me. I said the spell, and then I felt it guiding me out of the cave, over the rocks. I was limping, but I knew the way. Like when you know the tune to something, and it just comes out of you when you hum. You don't even have to remember it. It's just there all of a sudden. Actually, Beryl wasn't even near my hut. Would you stop pushing my wheelchair for the last time? I don't want to go home until I know Maya's safe. I'm sorry, Lady Beryl, but it's not safe for you out here either. At least let me make my own decisions about it. Ugh. Lady Farid, you'll only exhaust yourself by yelling so much. What? Beryl... Maya! Get your hands off my wheelchair. I need to turn around. Maya! Oh my god, you're okay! Kind of. Oh god. Your ankle looks horrible. It's so swollen. Guard, could you get something for them, please? As you wish. Thank you. How did you find me? Safo gave me his necklace to help me get back to you. I feel terrible. I fell in the caves and I feel this hairline crack in his necklace. I don't know what I'm going to tell him. Where is he? I don't know. 
He went further into the caves. We have to help him somehow. I know. Those other fae were vicious. They went through some of your stuff while I was hiding out, but they didn't steal anything. Yet. I don't know what to do. I honestly don't. Well, come back with me. We're heading to the manor. Dad knows about Sappho somehow. Those guards were sent to capture him. But if we can get him to see our side, then we'll have all my father's resources to help Sappho. You think that'll work? We don't have much choice. I know both me and my dad are stubborn, but you and Sappho helped convince me. You're right. We can do this. Lady Beryl, the carriage is ready for you. Maya's coming too. Very well. Sappho really helped me and Beryl both back there. He's a good person, and I don't know what kind of trouble he's in, really. But we need your help. So, he cast a spell with that crystal there? Yes. Pretty much. You've done an excellent thing, both of you. This crystal could be the key to... well... everything. I'll prepare the guards to fetch your fay. It's the least I can do. And in the meantime... Maya, you may have free reign of the scientific tools necessary to investigate that. Really? This is that important to you? Like I said, this crystal is the key. If you say so, Dad. I'm sure the two of you must be tired. You may prepare yourselves for bed. I'll send for a physician in the morning for your various ailments, but be up early, Maya. What for? I've got to renounce my new royal scientist, don't I? There you are. Finally found you alone. I could say the same to you. Where are we headed? I was thinking the southeast garden. No one's been patrolling it recently, so I figure we'll get a moment of silence there to talk. This way. Wait! Oh, no. Shoot. Is he for you or me? Your Royal Sciency! There's your answer. That's not actually my title, right? I'm still getting used to it. Your title is Royal Scientist Maya. Oh, thank you. Hi, Lady Freed. Hi there. And hello, Royal Scientist Maya. It's an honor to be in both of your presences. I was just wondering if you had a second to talk about what you're working on? Technically, I can't talk about it. Or if you need an assistant of some sort, you know, I'm available right now. And I'm pretty good. I mean, I'm new, but I could help you measure things. Or I could write things down for you or read them out or something. I'm just really curious. I should be okay handling my current investigation. Are you still working on curing the Lady Fareed? Uh, sure. Why not? Oh, what are you using? I hear the position of the stars is right for, well, something or other. I heard my friend talking about it. Ugh, not that guy in that tacky astronomer's robe. Uh... Oh boy. Maya, don't you think we'd better go? Yeah. Wait! Can't talk now! You know what they say. The progress of science waits for no one. Wait, that was cool. That was really cool, your royal science. You've become quite the celebrity recently, haven't you? It's been two days of nothing but that. I assume the same goes for you? A veritable horde of suitors. <laughs> I can't go two feet from my room without bumping into one. Gosh, you're popular too, huh? 
To be honest, I think it's because my dad thinks that Crystal is really going to cure my illness. He's regressing or something. Yeesh. Yeah, I thought earning the title of Royal Scientist was gonna win me, I don't know, some more prestige or legitimacy among the rest of the scientists here. I think it just made them mad. Way too many of them keep insisting they can do whatever I'm doing better. And yet, they don't even know what I'm doing. On the other hand, the new title made younger scientists assume that I've suddenly got more intelligence, but nope. Still the same old Maya. Hey, you're still pretty smart. Thanks, but I don't feel like I've made any progress on the crystal at all. It's just your imposter syndrome speaking, Maya. I must have messed something up when I fractured it. Because it won't even activate the old spell. Maybe Sappho needs to be around to use it? Uh, turn down this corridor. And I don't know about that. He said most magic is just like plants and tricks of the light and all that. There's no way that this crystal is different. But he said it's magic. Real magic. Come on, Maya. You're the scientist here. We can figure it out. Meanwhile, I've got to read over more of the literature. There's no way we could help him if we don't have a better idea of what we're up against. You know, my mom wrote a bunch of journals while they were exploring the area, and her superstitions paid off. She's got a ton of archived folk tales from the elders of the village, and a lot of them have to do with the Fae. Not well organized, but it's a start. That's great! Maybe they talk more about the crystal! That could help too! That's what I was thinking. Door's in front of you. And there's the doorknob. I think by this time your dad would have gotten the carpenter to fix more of the doors so that you could open them on your own. Yeah, I think he's just banking on me walking on a regular basis again at some point. Thanks for getting the door. No problem. Should we get to work? Can you work out here? Technically, I should be in the lab. My lab. (laughs) We'll take a break for a bit. We took all this time to get here. Science waits for no one. If you insist on working, then at least sit out here with me for a bit, and I'll read some of the accounts I was telling you out loud. I can't stand another moment of smiling through a guy who can't court me to save his life. And I feel like I barely see you, and our rooms are right next to each other. Okay, okay, you're right. It's not a complete account, but let me start with this one. Accounts of the Fae Queen. Hello again, my insolent little child. Are you proud of yourself, darling? You certainly made me and the guards give you quite the chase these last three days, hiding in those caverns you used to play in. But you are not the only one who knows the tunnels. Would you stop with your endless prattling at me? You've had your gloating. I suppose you want me to come attend the Midsummer Festival. Do you think I want you to make a fool of me and the rest of the family? No. What? Don't be surprised. You can't sincerely think you're above reproach just because you have royal blood. You're punishing me. I promised our people I would. You deserve it. You're punishing me over nothing. Do you call what you did nothing? 
Yes, because I didn't do anything. You wouldn't let me. Haven't I done enough for you? Oh, don't act like the victim here. I asked you if you would recognize me for who I am, and when you said no, you told me to leave. You violated the sacred tenets of the crystal. What you ask is nothing short of heresy. This is not what I taught you. You raised me, and this is who I am. Perhaps I made mistakes in teaching you. We are not all perfect. Before you're submitted to punishment, perhaps re-education would be more fitting. It seems all you younger ones forget our traditions. <laughs> I haven't forgotten them. I just know which ones are important and which ones aren't. Tradition is everything, my child. You can't pick and choose. You are never going to understand me. I understand you better than you understand yourself. I bore you, after all. I know you're just going through a time of confusion. Stop it. And you want to act out. But once your brother takes the throne, he will not be so lenient. It's better to nip this in the bud, isn't it? Would you stop? Very well. I will leave you be. But first, I'll take your necklace. It may not have been charged when you stole it, but it's better for which is stolen to be returned to its rightful place. I don't have it. What? You heard me. I don't have my necklace with me. I knew you were irresponsible, but never to this extent. You lost it? I used it. And then I tossed it away. You can't have. I figured out how to make it work. But that's not possible. I bet that human you were staying with had something to do with this. You need... Never mind. No, no, go on. Do not test me, child. Tell me something. Why is one of the traditions to hide the secret about our magic? Not from everyone, but even from other fae. Even from me. What good does that do? It keeps them safe. You know what I think it is? I think it keeps you safe. Enough talking for today. Tomorrow and the day after, I will re-educate you on our traditions. And then we will see what happens on Midsummer. Well, okay, like I expected. No response based on volume, so I guess it's not that. Oh, come in. I was knocking a bit earlier, but I figured I'd wait for you to stop banging on the pans. Ah, well, I was just testing a hypothesis on if volume is what activated the crystal, but I guess it's not that. I'm surprised your ears don't hurt. They might with this next one. I pulled a set of bells someone had stored away, and I'm going to test on if it responds to variance and pitch. Oh, that's right. Those must be the bells my mom collected. You know how I was telling you about the old superstition here? This laboratory used to be her room, actually. But don't worry about anything. As long as you're working on that crystal, you can do no wrong as far as Dad's concerned. Don't think you realized it, but it's six in the morning, and you're making quite the racket. Oh, Sorry. It doesn't bother me. 
you know, I sleep like a rock. Slept a lot better since Dad finally sent those suitors away, but don't tell me you stayed up all night working on this. Hey, I'll sleep when I have this figured out. Did you hear that? Uh Uh-oh. I think this is a sign. You need to rest. No, I swear I heard something. Are you hearing ringing? No, it was like a song. From the crystal? I think so. Maybe I missed something. I'm going to test this again. Maybe it was something I did. Fine, but as your friend, I'm telling you. You need to take care of yourself, okay? So this is your last experiment for today. Yeah, I can live with that. But first, bells. Sounds better than the twining from earlier. Agreed. Seems randomized pitch doesn't produce a response. Let's try a scale? Still nothing? Nope. Not even a note from the crystal. What was that melody you heard anyways? It was just a little bit of this song. I'll play it. That sounds sort of familiar. Does it really? I felt that way too when Sappho sang it. Apparently it's a song he made up. Sometimes the little things we make up are more lasting. I still remember the tune my mom used to hum to me, and she made that up too. I guess Sophos song really reminds me of it. Maybe that's the key! I just came here to tell you that my guards haven't located that fay yet, but the crystal is working. Yes, well, sort of. I still don't quite know what makes it work, but I've confirmed it's acoustically related, which means- Never mind that. How do you use it? I'm not quite that far yet. Safo told me these only store one spell in them when they're activated, and the only one I know is the locating spell. Well, that's perfect. We can use that to locate the actual crystal instead of just this little fragment here. I think it's only to find people, or at least that's how it works in my experience. Aren't you a scientist? Try using it to locate the crystal. We haven't got all day. If you say so. Trovatu lo noma mi vocas. The crystal. Well, 
Did it work? You'd feel it if it did. Ah, no matter. Try again. Go on, or I'll have to reconsider what I gave you that title for. Oh no, I think it's time for them to take a break. Must you get involved in every matter that doesn't concern you? Dad? Don't you want to get better bearable? I do, but... But not at the cost of Maya's health, and by better, I don't mean I want to be out of this wheelchair necessarily. This is the way I've lived most of my life. I can barely remember the times I wasn't using a cane or a wheelchair. But I'm happy being in the world like this. In fact, I think the world needs to change to be more accessible to people like me. The only thing I'd want to change is the pain, but I'm not going to make Maya suffer just for me. You don't understand. This is not just about you. What are you talking about? This crystal is capable of so much more than you could dream of. It conjures things that shouldn't exist. It blurs the lines between reality and fiction. It changes things. Beryl, when your mother and I talked about this crystal, she was as small-minded as you are now. But I have the chance to open your eyes. Imagine it, Beryl. Not just this domain, but the kingdom of Therese. The whole world belongs to the Therese. So that's what this is about? Your grudge about our family? Your desire for the throne? You weren't scared of magic. I was, once. But you see, with a scientist working on it, we can catalog it, contain it, use it. No! Beryl's right. This is about some petty fight you have. A petty fight with huge consequences. I don't want any part of that. What do you think you're going to be without my influence, Maya? Some exile in the jungle. Just as you were before. Only this time you won't be exiled to the edge of my door. You'll be exiled to the edge of my kingdom. You're going mad with power you don't even have. You're obsessed. Don't you turn on me now. I'm doing this for you. You're doing this for yourself. At least own up to that. I expect results about how to use this crystal by nightfall. Otherwise, there will be consequences for the both of you. Stop running away from conversations! Dad! Dad? He locked us in here. And I don't think he's coming back. Not until nightfall, I guess. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry, Maya. I I thought I knew my dad, but I've never seen him like that before. I feel like I couldn't even recognize him. It's okay. We're going to be okay. Maybe you should get some rest, like I said you should. I think I might need some time alone. Is this all we're doing for lessons? Rehashing nursery rhymes and old stories? I know these. I hardly think I need a refresher. It is a difficult task for me to find where you've erred in your learning. 
Maybe you could have asked me a question instead of just starting from the beginning. It would have saved you some time. And listen to you babble about the injustice I'm subjecting you to? I wouldn't complain so much if you gave me a say in the matter, considering you've already locked me up. Then what, pray tell, are you misinformed about? Where shall I direct you back to the path of the crystal? For starters, you could answer my question from yesterday. That was pure brazenness. I refuse to address all those things you asked me. Then just answer one. Only if I deem it fit. How does the crystal work? All the songs we gather to sing in Midsummer must have something to do with it, right? That's why we compose melodies every year. But a single song doesn't activate it. Except when you do it. You're very close to understanding. There are those moments where I see your intelligence shine through, oh little wise one. Your intelligence pleases me, so I shall answer. You see, take a shard of glass, shaped like this, and shine a light through it. See how the light multiplies into many colors. In truth, all it does is divide the single light into its many essences. The light is not special by itself, nor is the glass. But when you combine them, the nature of this glass does something very special. Now the crystal does the same thing, except with sound. It is not special on its own. But when it is vibrated, it becomes a prism, not just to sound, but to the whole world. Sing the right song, and you divide the essence of something into the many. Then rearrange those essences, and bring them together. It becomes something new. But a single fay- Patience, child. Your understanding is correct. A single voice cannot awaken the crystal. It must always be the sounds in harmony with each other. Our ancestors must have had some luck in finding the right harmony by chance. Perhaps an errant drop of water struck the correct note as they worshipped the crystal. We may have become fish people or wood nymphs instead. But we are here, with our insect wings and our innate knowledge of plants and creatures. But why did the crystal change them and not me? You may add or subtract an essence, make someone become a bird or a dog, but those changes will not stay. The self rejects an essence that does not belong to it. Our ancestors had some essence that allowed us to change, but to change from a woman to a man. I believe there is an essence that will not allow it. No, that doesn't make any sense. Why would I feel this way then? I know who I am. There's no amount of stories you could tell me about the crystal that would change that. So you ask me a question, then deny the answer? I still don't understand how you cast spells on your own, and why every crystal that has to be activated goes through you. You are getting close to asking what I refuse to answer. You're doing something with them. Some melody you sing or some place you take it to, but you keep it a secret. To protect them! You can't keep using that as an excuse. You do it to control our people, because if they knew how to use the crystal, then they'd be free to do anything they want to do. Be who they want to be. And there wouldn't be any need to have the Anisops be a royal family anyways. You have no idea how deadly this crystal could be in the wrong hands. The more people use it and discover what it does, the more dangerous it becomes. We live in the jungle peacefully because no one knows about the terrible power our crystal has, and I intend to keep it that way. And I can't do that with you running your mouth to every human you meet. We have our power because we are mixed and 
legends to the rest of the world. And because of your imprudence, the humans that have infringed on our territory must die. That's blood on your hands. What's next? Will you kill our people to protect them too? You'd rather others die than understand a resource that could help them. Hold your tongue! Do you want to see how dangerous this crystal really is? Then I'll tell you the secret. How I activate each crystal. See my necklace? Like an echo blossom, these crystals remember the shape of a melody. The sound of a voice. In fact, the strongest ones may have voices living inside of them. All singing their own songs, whispering their own existences. But do you know what makes them different from an echo blossom? They don't just repeat a voice. They can take one too. What are you going to do? Make sure you hold your tongue for a good, long time. Until you've really learned your lesson. Wait! Don't do this! Now you understand. You awake? Unfortunately. What are you up to? Just some reading. You don't look like you rested very well. I didn't. Mostly slept in little fits and bursts. I think I'm too anxious to rest properly. Plus, it's evening, isn't it? (sighs) Great. I really screwed up my whole sleeping schedule. Probably not the most important thing to worry about right now. Yeah, fair point. You know, I was thinking. Hmm. We have the crystal necklace activated, but it's not going to do us much good since we're trapped in here till nightfall. Obviously, the answer to our problems is just using the locating spell to find Safo, right? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I mean, if your dad doesn't want us to do anything but search for the crystal, it's obviously probable he doesn't actually want to search for Sofo. Right. Only problem is, I've only known him by Sofo. When we did the spell before, I-, I had to use your full name. Actually, I think I can help with that. When I was talking to Sofo before, I figured it out. He's not just any fae. He's a prince. Now, Accounts of the Fae Queen doesn't give us a name, but that's because it's not complete. When you told me you found all those old bells up here, I realized that the missing pages of the account might be up here. And I was right. My mom and I really do keep our notes everywhere. What does it say? Let's see. Uh, Here it is. I write the stories of the people here. I promise I'll believe them, and I do. I follow their customs and their teachings as it's the best way I can honor them. I feel like it's my job, as someone who's supposed to come in and govern these people alongside my husband that I at least let them know I understand them. When I talk about the crystal with Kailash, he seems excited for what it will do to serve us. If it exists, as he always says. But I want to serve the people here. To be honest, though, I want to know what they want. We are strangers here. Not just I from the East, but Kailash as a presence who has only inherited this place by virtue of his name. Apparently, this place was previously ruled by the Fae, 
A village elder told me that when this land was war-torn, the Fae emerged. They helped to heal the land with the crystal, but then vanished again, only appearing intermittently to travelers. I asked if she knew the name of this family. Supposedly, they share a name with a kind of tree here called the Anisoptera, though the name of the family is simply Anisop. <sighs> oh, Mom. I guess Dad's been thinking about this for a long time. I guess so. I'll keep this. For later. But hey, I think it's time to try that spell. Let's hope this works. Trovatu. Whoa. See? Just like I said, you'd know if it worked. I don't think we can get out of here, though, even though we've got this working. Our only exit really is the door. Agreed. I think I have a plan, though. We're going to need to convince the Duke this spell is leading us to the crystal and not to Sofo. If we can pull that off, our chances of sneaking away, finding Sofo, and making a plan are way better. That's a good start, but how are we supposed to convince him to take us? The crystal broke once, and it was only when we were working together that we reactivated it. We just keep how it works a secret, and he'll have to bring us if he wants the crystal that bad. I think that could work. He'll probably want to head out tomorrow. Longest day of the year. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Uh, excuse me? Guard? Please call Duke Fareed here. What for? We found the way to the crystal. Hi, Eli Ramos here, creator and editor of The Sound of Your Name, an Aster Podcasting Network production in collaboration with the University of San Francisco's College Players. Our voice talents are as follows. Seth Temple as Duke Kailash Farid, Cole Burkhart as Beryl Farid, Sam Barrasso as Maya, Janelle Malonzo as Queen Calliope Anasop, Dylan Vodzak as Safo Anasop, and Chaitika Budamagunta as Lakshmi Farid. Additional voices were provided by yours truly, Arima, and Bex Burstowski. Attributions for sound effects and songs can be found in the show notes. Special thanks to Labs Instruments and Spitfire for the digital instruments. If you liked this episode, please share it with your friends and rate and review it wherever you're listening to us. And if you have the means, please consider pledging to the APN Patreon at patreon.com slash mixeliramos. That's M-X-E-L-I-R-A-M-O-S. You can get access to early content, behind the scenes, and more for every show on Aster Podcasting Network. Thank you for tuning in to Aster Podcasting Presents. <laughs>